where we lovingly dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry, and with me is my co-host, Kirsty Logan. And today, I think we've got a teenage scream first. Don't say it, don't say it. I like this Robot Stein book. <laughs> no, so did I. <laughs> Can you believe it? I'm not convinced he wrote it. That's a good point, actually. I think someone else wrote it, because it's quite good. <laughs> so yeah. the book of which we speak is The Snowman by R.L. Stein. I think you mean The Snowman. The s- <laughs> Mr. Snowman. Um, now, you might notice something weird about this cover. Oh, no, I thought there wasn't a tagline. It's just weirdly hidden in the corner. I didn't even see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, tell me about what? the cover. That's terrible. I know. Why is it so small? I don't know. It's like they think it's shit and they're trying to hide it. Well, <laughs> should have hidden all of Robot Stein's books then. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this cover... Um, I should say as well, if the sound is slightly weird, it's because we're in my room, not yours. Yeah. And I've just noticed that someone is just knocking wildly outside the I window. I actually think there's someone that just waits until we start recording and then just hits a bit of wood with a hammer. They hate us. For no purpose. They hate us. <laughs> um, well, we had to do it here because even worse at my house, my upstairs neighbour is getting a new kitchen. Oh, no. It's so loud. Oh, people are awful. I know. Cause, and she doesn't really think to tell anyone because she's like oh they'll be at work and I'm like okay but we have established that this is where I work yeah. in this flat is where I work <laughs> and live we're not real people you no. have to let us know when things are going on um yes okay so cover is um a dark night mm. you see my immediate thought then was well how is this lit as if it's like a film shot but of course it's an illustration well so yeah. it doesn't matter um so we've got the top of a sort of snowy hill and we've got your traditional three ball snowman, if you will, um, except his head has fallen off uh, and is looking straight up into the air. And there's a red and white scarf around what would have been his neck mm. um, and a top hat. And so we can't see the bloody wound. Oh. I mean, the snowy wound, I suppose. The, uh, snowy wound. Mm. Uh, That's my stripper name. Oh, what was the horrible vagina thing? I like that, that you didn't uh, comment on that, thanks. <laughs> I was just thinking of... Um, oh, is it beef curtains? No, it was worse than beef Spam curtains. Spam wallet. wallet. <laughs> Susie, you've ruined us by saying that. Susie, now... who edits the podcast and does our theme tune, why? I wasn't going to pinpoint who she was exactly, but oh, all right, be then. shamed. <laughs> be shamed by all our listeners, Susie. Spam wallet. I think yeah. I like vomited in my mouth a little bit when she said that. It is gross. What's wrong with you? Also, don't put money in there. <laughs> Was that not a thing that was going around on Twitter, like a bit from a book? Someone put their credit card in their vagina. vagina. Mm, Where you're like, no. I don't really use it as a purse. No. I mean, you would only if you really had to, like if you're in jail or something. (laughs) (laughs) Even then, it's not... they hide their money. (laughs) I just think of all the things to put in, like a credit card's not going to be nice to put in. It's got four points. It's sharp. Mm. Anyway, let's not get into that. I don't think mine's that big i mean it is a credit card's not that wide yeah i mean i could get in there but it wouldn't be <laughs> enjoyable is what i'm saying it's not roomy i feel like you could feel it you know you'd get it in better if it was like a stack of cards what because then at least it would have girth <laughs> you can't put something in your vaginas it's just long and thin i'm saying 
Do you remember we had another... You've not had my sex life. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I thought I wasn't allowed to talk about your sex life on the podcast anymore. Well, no, that's You've past You've opened people, that door now. That's, that's past men, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, sorry, why do you think it would be easier to get in 10 credit cards instead of I one? I just think putting a, a very thin, sharp thing in would be really uncomfortable. You mean more enjoyable, not easier? No, I think also oh, easier. Right. <laughs> I mean, not more well, enjoyable, because it depends on context, doesn't it? Like, getting a smear test, you're not like, fuck yeah. Like, it's not a turn on. Some contexts, it's nice to put things in your vagina. Some contexts, it's not. How have we gotten here? Like Four a dick pic, right? seconds. It's all about context. That's true. Do you know, I got on Instagram, not a dick pic, a video of a man pissing on a car. Why? I mean, I assume he wasn't erect at the time, even. No. Can you piss erect? Well, I think it goes everywhere. <laughs> no, it, no. Why? I don't know. Was he like, well, look at this baby? Or was he like, was it a threat? I, do you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm also like, you can piss on my car if you want. Like, it'll rain anyway and wash it off. I don't, like, of all the threats, to me, that is not the worst. Maybe it's a really niche car wash. Maybe. Piss car wash. That's his stripper name, <laughs> Niche Car Wash. <laughs> anyway, um, well, yes. let's not go from Cox to Robot Stein, except that's exactly what we're doing. What is the can't... tagline of the <laughs> snowman? Because also, got... is that snowman nose not very phallic? This... Sorry, what's phallic? The nose? It's quite phallic, the snowman nose. Yeah, it's going Sticking straight, straight up, up like that. And then he's grinning as well, which is kind of gross. Sit on my nose! Yeah. And then oh, I wish I hadn't are... said that. Yeah. I'm never going to look at a snowman what's the same way now. What's happening? <laughs> so early in the episode. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's the worst thing chair. Is... You have to, like, recline in it <laughs> like you're a rapper. I'm just going to read you the first line of the back cover because it ex- describes exactly what's going on right now. All right, then. Heather is so unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's the whole. That's the whole blur. Heather is so unhappy. It could be the tagline to this podcast, really, couldn't it? Mm, Heather is so unhappy. Um, and yeah, the tagline, which is hidden on blue illustration in red. I didn't red. think there was one. It's really hard to see. It's like an inch. And it's right in the corner of the book. It's like Weirdly an inch big as well. A cold-blooded killer. Okay. That's all right. I mean, it's fine, I guess. It does the job. I have to say, I did actually really enjoy this book. But it is a clear rip-off of Heather's, the film, to the point that the character is called Heather. It is... Is is, Do you not think it's a rip-off of Heather's? We were talking... Me and Heather Palmer, a friend of the podcast who's um, soon to be on one of our uh, bonus episodes, we were talking about this the other day about the movie Heathers. And now I can't remember if I actually have seen it all the way through. Oh, well, if you've read this book, I mean, <laughs> it's no not exactly the same, actually. But I mean, it is, it has the same spirit of it, I think. Okay. It was good, which was alarming. That's why I'm like, I'm not convinced Robot Stein wrote this. Probably not. Anyway, let's get into it. Yes. Let's meet Heather. Not this Heather. Oh, he- no. I know. Heather in the book. She's got blonde hair, of course. Not yes, saying Robot Stein is a white supremacist. Just, just asking. Mm-hmm. Just asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wears it in a side pony, which is oh, a bold that's choice. So nineties, isn't it? I think I used to have a side pony. Yeah. 
Do you imagine it low though, or like stuck no, on the side stuck of on the side, <laughs> okay. obviously, like an infant. Yeah, it has to be. You can't have a low side. Oh no, I see what you mean. Yeah, like just like on the side. as if it's just coming over your shoulder. No, I imagine it stuck straight out, like above her ear, <laughs> like a rug rat. Yeah, of course. <laughs> She's also got violet eyes. No, she now doesn't. we know how Heather feels about violet eyes. Impossible. Well, sorry. <laughs> So this she's is, blonde with violet eyes. She's got purple eyes. Yeah. I'm going to look up what colour violet is, just in case I'm thinking of the wrong one. But All please right continue. Uh, so Heather in the book is fantasising, also perhaps this Heather, is fantasising about murdering her uncle. And at the same time, she's making out with her boyfriend, Ben, in the backseat of his car, which I'm like... Weird, but fine. Wow. Already I was like, oh, Robot Stein, we're doing something a bit different here. A teenage girl that's getting turned on thinking about murder. Okay. We did something different. Not entirely sure it's the right kind of different though for Robot Stein. At least it's a it's a choice. Yeah. True. Which is good. Um she admits this to Ben, her boyfriend, but turns out he's into it. Oh. Uh he's basically like, yeah, let's fuck and then we can also talk about killing your aunt. And like, alright. Cool. This is why I'm saying it's like Heather's, right? This right. like murderous couple. Or it's like a really, really tame shit version of what's that one with Juliette Lewis natural born killers natural born killers yeah yeah um but anyway she's like nah I don't want to kill my aunt she's okay just my uncle let's kill him sorry can we talk about natural born killers for a second uh-huh I'm just thinking that I movie's seen that mad, for a long isn't time. it yeah there's, there's um Robert Downey Jr doing what I think is an Australian accent I can't remember that. He's like, he's like a reporter, like that and then they they end up like in prison it goes all like psychedelic and weird at the end doesn't it I remember there's bits that are like a comic book. It's about 10 years since I've seen it. And the camera's always on an angle in my head. Mm. Weird. Sorry, I was just having flashbacks there. Maybe we should watch that instead of reading this book. <laughs> We've already read it. Well, that's true. Well, we can watch that as well. Uh, so then Heather is thinking about Ben. And she says, without you... She doesn't say this to him. She's thinking it. Without you, I'd be so lonely. Without you, I'd be so sad. But also she's getting bored of him. To which it was like, run, Ben, run. <laughs> Uh-oh. Gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just point out that that's the colour violet? Yeah, that's No purple. one has fucking that's eyes really, that colour. That's really, really purple. No. So Heather has got violet eyes. Sorry about it, Heather. Mm. So then, Uncle James yanks open the car door. He chastises her and she radiates hate at him. Which I quite liked, because to be honest, it's really unusual to have a robot Stein heroine who has strong feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to say, like, almost all of the heroines in his books might as well be a lamp. They're bland. They're very bland. Like, they have no emotions, feelings, thoughts, what, of any kind. They're a blamp? Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring blamp. Land. Let's make blamp happen. Blamp. Um, so, like, I don't think I've ever heard of a robot Stein heroine, like, feeling the emotion of hate before. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, I like it. Already I was like, mm, got something different going on here. Also, you know, hard relate as well. <laughs> it's a very hateful Heather. Yeah. It's, come on. Come on, it's me. <laughs> I wish I was this Heather. She's like, won't take any shit. Yeah, I like her actually. I take too much shit. A mm, little bit. Not too much though. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think you take as much as, you, as the average person. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think the average person takes far too much shit. Yes. I personally. Agree. Okay. So I thought I was average in that regard. Heather in the book, she grips a lighter that's in her pocket. And immediately I was like, she better set shit on fire later. You cannot tease me with the, a <laughs> murderous teenage girl gripping a lighter and then she doesn't set anything on fire. It's got to happen. So does it? Let's find out. 
<laughs> then we find out that Heather's parents died in a car crash. It's always a car crash yeah. in Robot Stein, isn't it? It's because it's morally neutral. Yeah. They didn't get, you know, they're not drug dealers, they didn't get killed, they're not in prison. But it's just and they like, kind of died an at accident. the same time, whereas if it's illness, they wouldn't have died at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And that was 13 years ago. Uh, they left her money, but she's forced to be a waitress at the mall. The worst of all things. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're at work being waitress at the mall. Can I just jump in and point out that her uncle is really slut shamey? Yeah. To her. Like, he's like parked here like a tramp in broad daylight and all she's doing is thinking about murdering him and necking her what's boyfriend that, that she definitely wants to fuck I mean what's wrong with that I'm going to come back to the uncle and his slut shaming later because I've got an alternate reading Ooh, I would you too maybe I'm it's gonna, the same one I'm going to move this line of notes down to the oh, okay. bottom so we can talk about it later yeah oh I have strong thoughts about him okay. so Heather starts talking to her boss who is called Mel Heater <laughs> I've got the same Which, here. What? I've just written, are you high, robot? <laughs> so you've got a Heather and a Mel heater, which is the word Heather, but with an extra T in one fewer H. Yeah, what's he doing? Heater, Mel heater. What time why, robot? Is, are they, is that the other Heather? In or, or is he just trying to think of a name and was like, I guess I could just change a name. You could have had anything. You could have had, you know, pleather. Mether. <laughs> Bether. No, no. Heater. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. She hates him. Melita. <laughs> Melita. So shit. It's terrible. <laughs> the only way it could have been worse is if Heather's boyfriend was called Heath. Oh my god. No, Heath Heater. So oh my god. Heather hates Melita. She hates her uniform. She hates the smell of grease. She hates the customers. She hates the tips. She does not like her job. And you know what? She doesn't need this job because she has $3,000 in her checking account. Yeah. Which I have to say, for probably two thirds of the year is more than I have in my checking account. <laughs> like, it's fine. And then she meets. Right. I'm going to read this description and tell me who this is. Heather stared at the boy waiting for her heart to stop pounding. He had the most amazing hair. It was pure white. Fuck off, robot's time. Not blonde, not silver, pure white. It was parted in the middle and fell in waves down to his collar. It was even more startling because the boy's features were dark. His skin was ruddy, almost tanned. Not, not quite tanned. Obviously he's white. Let's not get crazy now. <laughs> his eyes were dark brown. He had the most adorable cleft in his chin. Albi albino John Trantler. I was thinking Julian Assange. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Robot Stein is thinking albino John Travolta. Although, yes, I'm with you on that. Or my dad in the I 70s. don't think Robot Stein's picturing your dad. No, well, you never know, do you? You never know where Robot Stein gets to. So we've had two very different experiences of this book because it was Assange all the way. Wow, and I was picturing John Travolta. With waves, wavy hair. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't know about picturing him as Julian Assange that's the whole you spin on the whole book so anyway she goes to take I'm going to keep calling him albino Travolta sorry she goes to take his order and she thinks coffee tea or me what? I was like you're so fucking horny like she's so angry and so horny oh. which I was kind of into that you know I mean again a hard relate <laughs> <laughs> that is you ask Heather how she's feeling. Either angry or horny, I'm flip a coin. both angry and horny. Can I also just 
this at the end of page 21 sums up exactly why I hate my name. He says, uh, what's your name? And she says, Heather, Heather Dixon. You look like a Heather, he said. What do you mean? You know, all blonde and pretty, Heathery. That's why I hate being called Heather. Well, if you looked Heathery, shouldn't you be green and purple? Well, yeah, exactly. Shrubby. Shouldn't you have, shouldn't like, you be laying shouldn't over you have violet row? eyes and not be nauseous? <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't you be sort of a, a, what's it called? The things you pull up out of your garden. A, a weed. weed. It is a weed. Is I it? Think. Or like an invasive species or something. Oh. I'm going to Google Heather. Oh. But is Heather invasive? It'll be a picture of you. <laughs> an angry, horny, invasive species. <laughs> I'm is, sure it's a weed. Is Heather angry and horny? I'll just say yes. Anyway. Just in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a plant called Heather. Surely people know that, Well, don't we they? get loads. Oh, no, that's me, not the plant Heather. I'm trying to Wikipedia Heather. It's just coming up with my website. Um, it's... Oh, oh my God, Kirsty! Its technical name is Coluna vulgaris. <gasps> that is a cool name. Out. You should change your name. Tickle, that's my Coluna vulgaris. Name, that's surely. brilliant. That's amazing. That's going to be my pen name. Yeah. For anything. But well, yeah, I like we, only, it. we only know it because it's really Scottish, don't it's we? It's a very common plant here. Maybe Americans don't know it. Maybe. Anyway, that's an aside. Anyway, so uh, Heather in the book is basically like dry humping at albino travolta but then he fucks it completely by saying that his name is snowman <laughs> and then raising his hand for a high five <laughs> i'm sorry no you're not gonna get any tit now tit. <laughs> i had grease in my head there <laughs> you're not gonna get a single tit. i just imagine her immediately being like Closing her legs and just being like, my vagina is now closed to you. Oh, wow, no, my I don't even have a vagina anymore. It just gone now. sealed itself shut. Yeah. Snowman. High five! Fuck off. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Oh, God. And then, uh-oh, he's forgotten his wallet. He oh, says no. he'll pay her back on a date on Saturday. For some reason, she does not run screaming from him. Like, okay, she's just really fucking horny. Is the only explanation. Ugh. So then, I'm going to come... Actually, well, I mentioned, I'm going to mention this now, but I'm going to come back to it in my alternate reading because I feel like this will lead into my alternate okay. reading. Did you have this about the weird dream that she has? Um, I don't think so. So she has this weird dream about going sledding with her uncle. He insists on getting on the sled with her. Yeah. And then they go down, down, down. Will it never end? I'm going to be going down forever. This is awful. And then at the end, she jumps off and he dies horribly. And she wakes up smiling. Yeah, and she says, climb on, Uncle James. Mm -hmm. We're going to come back to this. Yeah, it took him forever to lower himself onto the sled. Hold on to my waist, he said. His grip was hesitant, light. Oh, God. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That's wrong. Yeah. Also, we next learn this piece of information. Snowman's real name is Bill Jeffers. Right. Do you remember Jenny Jeffers? Oh, my God. From... Oh, my God, from The Babysitter. Yeah. It's the Point Horror Multiverse. <gasps> He's related to the Jefferses. Did she have a little brother or a big brother? No, I don't think so. Cousin. <gasps> it could be, in a different time, it could be her dad. Oh. <gasps> Because oh we never know Jenny Jeffers' dad, do we? No, just her cool mum. Exactly. Who's an idiot, but we like. <laughs> yeah. So maybe she fucked Snowman. <gasps> right? Oh God. Crazy. So anyway, 
So just you, you... doing a little multiverse nod there. Wait, Al albinism isn't genetic, is it? Oh yeah, no, it is. Is it? No, I'm, I'm saying it's Jenny Jeffers. We don't know that she's not albino. I think she's got brown hair. Oh, okay. I don't actually know. I think it can be, but I think it can also be like just a genetic quirk that right, okay. can just randomly occur as far as I know. But you know, listeners, we're not doctors. If, if you been... hadn't noticed, <laughs> we have no skills, in fact, in Are the real world. <laughs> no. um, if we've been accidentally offensive there, sorry. Uh, we just don't know. No, we just have no Do clue. feel free to educate us. Do feel free. We're always willing to learn and be less moronic than we are. And now I'm going to make use of my <laughs> English literature degree <laughs> oh my God. by pointing this out. So then she puts on a red top, he puts on a grey coat and they go into the woods just like Little Red Riding Hood. <gasps> She's in red, he's in grey like a wolf and they're in the woods. Oh, I see. Right? <gasps> I'm so glad I spent all that money on a degree. <laughs> Study Red Riding Hood apparently. <laughs> Uh, I actually did do my dissertation on retold fairy tales. Of course you fucking <laughs> did. Of course I did. Of course you did. Yep. Imagine me like wiggling my fingers at the side of my face now. <laughs> I did mine on American Psycho and Fight Club. Of course you fucking did. <laughs> I could have guessed that. Could we be any more cliche? <laughs> like anyone could have guessed that about us. I'm sorry that we are so predictable. <laughs> I'm not sorry. So I, I put this in my notes. I don't think I was actually trying to make a joke. <laughs> but I've put, the next day at school, Ben is frosty. <laughs> I think I just meant he was being cold. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have we gone past the bit where she gives him free chips? No. <laughs> was that important to you it to include that it, moment? It was because she gives Snowman like free chips while she's at work, right? Fries. Yeah. they're American. Yeah, fries. Um... And you know Sarah Sheridan? I do. The writer. The writer. Mm -hmm. She tweeted a whole thread while I was reading this book about um, this being like a Glasgow mating ritual. As in like... Um, Use your chips. In fact, I think she actually tweeted, I bring you chips and I fuck you. Is that not enough? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would want a gap between those two things because if I've just eaten a whole thing of chips, I just need a nap. Like, that's a lot of carbs. Why not just both at once? Like... Oh, yeah. Feeding you chips as they fuck you. Like, apparently some birds do that, don't they? they the man bird gives the fem the woman bird, lady or butt. <laughs> the butt bird. Lady bird or butt bird. <laughs> the butt bird gives the lady bird, <laughs> like, a little treat to eat. And while she eats it, he fucks her. Oh, that's so smart. Because she needs sustenance, don't you? Mm -hmm. I'd love someone to just give me a little, like, cracker. Mid. Really? Sesh. I feel like I would be distracted. <laughs> I like to keep. I don't like to mix food and sex. Really. No, I don't actually. Because I re I enjoy both food and sex, but separately. Yeah, it's like, like how I you know I like reading and swimming, separately. Yeah, I like wine and sex, yeah. but not necessarily at the same time. No. Yeah. Although that makes more sense to have wine than food, <laughs> like chips. <laughs> don't know about that. Just imagine someone. Don't know. Throwing a glass of wine at another one. Or just imagine like... you're having sex and you're like, oh yeah, and when you open your mouth, someone just puts a chip in. <laughs> Fucking fucking baby bird. You'd be like, that's not what I meant, but okay. <laughs> oh, she's hungry. That's why she's opening her mouth. Oh, here you go. Chips, there you go. Oh, no, she's still not done. Okay, so <laughs> could I just say that next, when Heather is at school, this is what she's wearing. Who does this make you think of? She's wearing black straight leg jeans, boots, a maroon jumper, and a green book bag. That's me. <laughs> I've got 
got that exact fucking outfit. In fact, I nearly wore it today. I have got a maroon top on. Oh, yeah. And straight leg jeans. I didn't bring my green bag. You though. have got that green book bag as well. Exactly. Oh, my God. Is that weird? I've written it me. <laughs> I mean, it me and you in this book. It us. Is... <laughs> yeah. I feel seen, Robots Dying. I don't like it. You went to 1991 and you wrote this and you saw our future. <laughs> I'm not into it. Wait, sorry, can I just get back to the bit about the chips again for a second? Why are you so obsessed with these chips? (laughs) Because this bit really pissed me off. I know I'm ruining the timeline here. But essentially he keeps coming in... I mean, chips can fit in the timeline anywhere. (laughs) He keeps... Well, yeah. It's always time for chips. He keeps coming into the shop and she keeps giving him free food. And he says to her, you've been terrific to me, giving me free food and everything. And the thing is, it's not free. She's paying for it. And no. that really pissed me off because she won't a pay for difference. it. No, no, no. She is. She pays oh. for it in the book. She's like, oh, don't worry. I'll get the. I'll get your bill. Like, but she's paying for it. It's not free. And that really pissed me off. He's a freeloader as well as being yeah, that's a freak. bullshit. I thought she meant she just wasn't going to charge for it. No, no, no. I think she pays for it. That's bollocks. Yeah, that is. Look, I don't want to get into a gendered tirade about mm. uh, women's uh, contributions being minimised. That's every fucking episode we do that. <laughs> but um, oh, sorry. That's me moving around. Um, but it really annoyed me. Yeah. It's been great giving me free food. Fuck off. I She's do working think, hard. I do think actually every man in this book is a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, that's every episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, Uncle James, is that what he was called earlier? Well, who cares? Yes, he was. <laughs> I was like, did I just make up his name? Okay, so Uncle James tells Ben, or has told Ben, that she was on a date. And he is not happy because he's meant to be her boyfriend. Um, and he's... Actually, Uncle James is an actual fucking dick. At home, he grabs Heather so that she... What am I saying? Oh, so he, she... Fucking hell, Kirsty. <laughs> Have some more coffee. So he grabs her and so she hits him back hard. And then, quote, he collapsed on the couch, complaining of stomach pains, trying to make Heather feel guilty. Which are like... <sighs> don't grab people yeah like and it's not told that she like she doesn't like punch him in the face she just like jerks away from him he's horrible um she also thinks that he's stealing from her trust fund because he's got a new computer and a new car and that was in the 90s when computers were fucking expensive (laughs) and the size of a town yeah yeah (laughs) and like a mobile phone was about two grand stealing from a trust fund don't fucking do it what a shithead oh also apparently Weird thing, no one at school knows Snowman. Oh my god. I know. And you'd th- he'd stand out, wouldn't he? He would. I mean, albino Go John Travolta. High-fiving people. <laughs> Fucking hell. I feel I wouldn't understand that. If, if I said to someone, oh, hey, what's your name? And they said Snowman and then raised their hand, I would just be like, what are you... Am I supposed to look at your palm? Is it written on it? What's happening? <laughs> I could just imagine your face in that situation as well. <laughs> you'd be like, be like what? No, no, sir. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so she's a bit suspicious of that, but she still goes to the park with him, and then he leads her into the woods again because he's the wolf. Going. Don't go in the woods. This crazy. Why do they snowman. always go in the woods? Also, why there always woods? <laughs> Where are the woods around here? I bet there's woods. Where? There's a park. I don't think that counts. Pollock Park. Is that woods? That's I a park. Know. Who's in the there's name? There's cows in it. It's not a field. Cows don't live in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> we are so city. Like, <laughs> cows live Where in the woods? Where do cows live? <laughs> I did hear that. I don't know if this was real. Someone was giving that argument of like, why you shouldn't be vegetarian because like, cows are not a wild animal. Like, when do you ever see cows wild? And you're like, do you think cows were 
invented to eat meat. <laughs> Do you know? I just, it's like when people such say a strange you, argument. People defend dog racing by going, "Well, all the dogs will be unemployed." <laughs> You're like, "All dogs are unemployed." <laughs> Well, apart from like drug dogs, we'll need to do universal dogs. basic income for dogs. What will the dogs do? People will just kill them, and it's what like, will why they do all you day? just kill them? Also, like those dogs are bred, yeah, specifically. Yeah, exactly. People will stop breeding them. Yeah, and then the current ones. I mean, if you're just gonna, if the only reason you're not shooting your dog is because you're putting it around a track, you shouldn't be fucking owning a dog in the first place. Also, you shouldn't really buy pedigree dogs. I'm just gonna put it out there. Particularly yeah, things like pugs. It's not their fault. But they're not very healthy. It's not their fault. I didn't ask to be born. Well, they didn't <laughs> ask live. to be born. But if he, we had to look after a friend's pug and they are not happy. Mm. They are not happy dogs. Yeah, my friend in a box are called Rocky. And um, he can't really breathe. I know. And again, like, and it's stank. not the dog's fault. It's not even really the owner's fault. Because, like, you can do your best to look after your pug. But it's not a, not a healthy dog. Mm, no. Anyway, don't kill the pugs. Just maybe stop breeding them. Is what I'm going to say. I said, sorry, that I, the idea that if you stop eating cows, there won't be any more It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's really weird. Or well, people being like, but there's already all these cows here. Well, like, just eat the ones we've got then. Yeah. <laughs> and then stop. How about, and then we draw a line under it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's got to end somewhere, right? Ludicrous. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> they're in the woods, and then they make, of course... A snowman. I thought you said then they mate. Then they like, mate. Oh, what an unusual way and of describing that. And then she that. eats his head. Oh, no, that's a praying mantis. Yeah. Apparently that's not true. No. They don't really uh, do that. No more heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a disappointment. <laughs> that was classic. I like that. Um, oh, my God. My nephew, he says, they, I don't know where he's got this from, but he says things are classic when he means that they're like, like an unspecial version. Oh. So if you're like... You know, would you like um, salt and vinegar crisps or uh, cheese and onion crisps? And he's like, no, just classic. Meaning like, ready salted. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's classic. If it's just the standard version, it's classic. Classic. Like OG. Yeah. I love OG crisps. OG please, please. Classic crisps. Classic crisps. Um, Classic crisps. It's so cute. It's so cute. Or like, do you want the orange juice with the bits in? No, no, classic. Classic <laughs> that's so funny because that's also wrong yeah because well, classic yeah. would be with but bits. i mean he's seven so i'm saying he should just pull his socks up a little bit right you tell him <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna get him on the phone right now you tell him <laughs> unfortunately here is where snowman goes wrong now you or i might say that he went wrong when he said his name was snowman and then raised and his hand five. for a high five yeah. but to heather in the book this is where it goes wrong he knocks the snowman's head off. And when she asks him why, he just shrugs. <laughs> what a badass! I'm <laughs> just that kind of rebel man. He's like, fucking Robert Stein just thinks everybody's 12. Like, that's what a 12 year old would do. <laughs> he really struggles to write realistic teenagers apart from this raging, horny teenage girl. He struggles with teenage girls as well. At least she's not wearing a chartreuse bikini. In the snow. In the snow. <laughs> Maybe she is under her clothes. I'm sure he's already thinking about what's oh, under her clothes. No. So then they have a terrible dinner at her house. Um, I don't think I meant to do this on purpose, but I've written in my notes, snowman is chill. What is wrong with <laughs> you? What are you doing? Oh my God. Was I high when I did this? And snowman says that she shouldn't let her uncle get to her. But then, uh-oh, he says his brother needs a $2,000 operation. 
here is another example of a point horror book that wouldn't happen if there was the NHS in America. Yeah. Also, this is just really funny. $2,000. Yeah, maybe in 1952. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah an operation. It was $2,000. That's a low-level operation. Right. I know someone that tweeted last year that she paid uh, $15,000 to give birth and $18,000 for an MRI and ultrasounds. What the fuck? Yeah. But who's got that? Who's got that? Exactly. Genuinely, I guess your insurance would have to... Oh, sorry, yeah, and she, had to pay, she had to pay thousands out of work and she had, in, sorry, out of pocket and she had insurance through work anyway. What the fuck? And also they pay 3, 33% in taxes. And it, yeah. Yeah, we don't even pay more taxes. What the operation would be too grand in that system? He's having I, a I wonder fingernail if removed. Some, like the Americans who are really anti-nationalised um, healthcare, do they think that we pay like massive amount of taxes? Well, yeah. But yeah, exactly. we don't though. <laughs> but we pay 20% yeah. or 40 it depends what tax bracket you're on. Yeah. I mean, we're writers, so yeah. <laughs> we barely pay any tax, <laughs> to be honest. I also don't know if they have a tax-free bracket. So really? in the UK, if you earn under 12 grand, I think it is now, you don't pay any tax at all, apart from like, you know, VAT and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they have but, that. And nobody pays tax on the first 12 grand. Like, obviously, if you earn more than that, you pay tax on what's on top of that. Yeah. But you don't pay for your first 12 grand. Yeah, exactly. And we get this shit for free. Imagine... Like $15,000. Yeah, so I, much I money. had times, like when I was a student or when I was waitressing, I didn't pay any tax because yeah. I earned under the threshold. But also, like, the thing is, it doesn't cost that much money to have a baby. So if you've ever seen Americans um, who tweet or, like, will just show you their breakdown for the hospital, it'll be like $10,000 just to stay in a bed overnight. And you're like, well, that's not what it costs because if that's what it costs we wouldn't be able to afford it with our system, which we do. No, that's true. So it's like the... the I mean, I know it is expensive, so... but it's not that expensive. No, it's wild. Why would it be £10,000? Oh, well, dollars, I guess. Of, well, yeah. Although, the way the pound is right now... <laughs> We've gone very political and boring, haven't we? I know, oh my God, let's stop talking about... We talk about the NHS every fucking episode. Save the NHS. Save the NHS. So... $2,000, though. Like, what? He's having a... His eyebrows waxed. <laughs> my brother needs... He's got a terrible unibrow. He needs his face threaded. Severely threaded. <laughs> a whole roll of thread. <laughs> so anyway, Heather does offer snowman money, but he says no. And also, a car is following them, maybe? Okay. This is kept going back to, I won't mention it every time. I like that he's just a scam as well. Well, yeah, because then he kills her uncle, which is a change of tone. Yeah. Just like that. I full on kills him. He's uh, dead. And do you know how he does it? He does it with a scarf, and then he says this. It was a real soft scarf, real wool, so it didn't leave a mark around his neck. Is this science? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's science. Mm. I feel like... Because it was so soft. CSI would disagree. Also, if you're going to pull it tight enough to kill someone, yeah, it's not going to be soft anymore, is it? It's not a rough abrasion from the rope that <laughs> no. signifies people being killed. It's like the actual pressure of the thing it's not that it's a rough fabric <laughs> yeah because then wouldn't everyone just strangle people with soft things with cashmere mm. <laughs> what an idiot mm. no marks for science there robot stein <laughs> however the problem is heather can't go to the police because mm, when did she give him the check oh no she gave him a check anyway so it looks like she's paid him yeah. to do it so it'll look like that was the payoff um, and it turns out that he doesn't have a brother and he doesn't go to her school. 
I couldn't have seen that coming, that's the thing. I would never have guessed. It seemed so believable that this random guy who can't even afford to buy his own fries is not just trying to scam her. Two grand to kill someone is so low. I mean, apparently operations are two grand, so <laughs> maybe would... they just live in a bargain area. <laughs> what would you charge? To kill someone? Yeah. I would just, there's no amount of money. I'm thinking a couple of minutes. I mean, who am I, actually, who am I killing? <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. Well, exactly. Is it someone who the world would be better without them? Well, it's someone you don't like. Why are you looking at me like that? I like you. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm not asking you to what kill you me saying? and I'll pay you to do it. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying someone you already don't like. Let's no, say. I couldn't though. I couldn't do it. I'm, I've got a price. So I had this, not a conversation about killing someone. I had a conversation with someone recently about infidelity. So I'm in a monogamous relationship, a monogamous marriage. And this person who I was talking to had... Um, cheated on their partner, I'm trying not to do any genders, had cheated on their partner, the partner didn't know about it. And they did not, it's gonna be so obvious that it's a straight man from what I say next. And he was like, oh, I just, it's just separate. It's just a separate thing. Like my thing with this other person is separate than my thing with my partner. And I was like, I mean, I don't think it is. If you've agreed to that. No, no, they haven't agreed to it. The partner doesn't know. That is not okay at all. That's what I think. The ability of some straight men to compartmentalise is truly impressive. I, like, he genuinely saw it. And I like it. He's a very nice guy. Like, I'm friends with him. And, but I was like, I cannot understand this. I don't understand it's what you're separate. saying. It's separate. Well, if it's separate, then you both have to agree to that. Yeah. Before you do it. Which my point was like, you know, if I could sleep with someone else and my wife would never find out that Kay asked me that and I was like well no because I would know yeah like it, I don't care if she would never know I would know that I'd done it and it would just fuck up my whole relationship because I would know that I had done it even if she never found out if no one else ever found out the guilt would be I too would much. know yeah and I guess I feel the same about killing <clears throat> someone like I would know that I had done it yeah yes yeah, so I well. just couldn't well okay don't let me have a little murderous fantasy oh, go on then all right, Heather, from the book, making out with your boyfriend and thinking about killing people, what would your price be? I think a couple of mil at least. Depends who it is. I just couldn't. I just, because I would know that I'd done it and I couldn't do it. You know how I charge for professional things by how annoying they are and how much I don't want to do them? Mm. So I will, if someone asks me to do something and I don't want to do it, I, I quote an amount that will not be, make me annoyed if I have to then do it. So it would be like that. Okay, so how much would it cost you to kill someone who you really dislike and think is a genuinely awful person and is having a negative net effect on the world? Am I going to get away with it? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Will other people know? I mean, you'll know in your heart that you've done it. But I'll have done it with, like, cashmere, so no one will ever... <laughs> it's untraceable. Yeah. Um, I don't... I mean, would I even charge? <laughs> <laughs> My only charge is make sure I get away with it. Is it one of those things where I won't be able to do the job if I quote too high? <laughs> wow. Are so you thinking like I've, I've a fiver and a packet of Rolos? <laughs> I've been freelancing for too long. I'm like, what's my upper limit? How am I going to lose the work? Okay, well then how much would you charge to murder like my mum? Oh, I couldn't do it. No. I wouldn't murder someone I liked. Come on. No. Okay. Eleanor Logan's great. I mean, she is. She is fantastic. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to pick someone who you wouldn't want to murder. Can I just, um, for the purposes of the tape, 
Uh, clarify that I am not going to kill anyone and wouldn't do it for money and in fact have never murdered. This recording cannot be used in evidence. <laughs> yeah, in a court of law. We um, are talking merely hypothetically. <laughs> can we just go back to your monogamy for a second? Because um, I've made a note here to be like... Ah, so, okay. She says to um, her boyfriend, can I be really honest with you? I want to go out with Snowman as well as you. And I'm like... What's going on here? And then she goes, come on, Ben. I'm She's being horny totally as honest fuck, that's you. what it is. And he says, what am I supposed to say? Thank you. It's my turn to be honest, Heather. Don't call me anymore. Bye. And I'm like, was she, was she trying to like, was that an early attempt at Polly? Stop. Not like, everyone does pegging, Heather. <laughs> no, but Stop trying to make pegging. <laughs> <laughs> I said Polly. I know, I know. <laughs> Why do you go straight to pegging? I don't know. For, anyway. But you know, I, I think that's very bold for like a teenager to be like, look. I really like you, but also but I really want to fuck this guy as well. we're meant to think that they're not fucking. She just means she wants to go on dates. She wants to look like buy fries for snowman. <laughs> I'm just as saying, well as Ben. No way she's currently not living in Portland in some sort of polycule. Maybe. <laughs> I had say. a boyfriend and a girlfriend when I was a teenager. At the same time? Yeah. My first boyfriend, Dan... They... Oh, what's his name? Have you forgotten his name? Daniel Johnson. Wow. I was seven. He... Uh, I had three of us. Me, Lindsay and Louisa were all his girlfriends. Oh. <laughs> and we all sat in a circular table to... You weren't together. also going out with Lindsay and Louisa? <laughs> no, stupidly. Oh, that's shit. I know, they were both great. That's no good at all. I was seven. I'd been indoctrinated. Oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> no, they, they didn't have multiple partners. Only me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it didn't go very well. That's why I'm in a monogamous marriage, you know. <laughs> so anyway, back to Heather. After the funeral, two FBI agents come to her door and we're maybe meant to think that they're aliens because they look like twins and they're, quote, a little too perfect and they both keep scratching at their moustaches as if they're fake. It's so weird and it never goes anywhere. I just feel like, had he just seen Men in Black? I was, was going like, to say, I'm going to do that. This was 91. What year was Men in Black? Nah, I, I think, think it was, it was really later. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so weird. Like, why <laughs> do they look like twins? Why does he say that they're a little too perfect? Why are we meant to be suspicious of them? And also, anyway, they've come to say, Snowman killed his dad. Which I'm like, okay, that's bad, but why the FBI there? <laughs> Why do you require the FBI for that? <laughs> just Have the they got nothing better to do? Just the police would do that job, surely. I feel like they always escalate it to the FBI when they don't know how to make it more serious. <laughs> Nobody really knows what the FBI yeah. do, apart from apparently investigate aliens on the X-Files. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. But this was, well no, this would have been around X-Files time. So again, is he trying to do an X-Files thing? Who knows? Probably. Who even knows? So um, it looks very odd. I am doing this on purpose because I've written in my notes things get chill oh my god you are i don't know what i was trying to do was i trying to do a joke i should stop (laughs) trying to do a joke it's terrible so the house is much nicer without her uncle there heather you all know shit i mean right (laughs) what i'm saying is things actually get quite good yeah surprisingly um heather is in control of her trust fund now she quits the job that she hates she gets new clothes a phone line she sets up a date with ben Mm. because she misses that d but Snowman's back. Oh no. He blackmails her for two grand again. However, I feel like I actually find it quite hard to like villainize him too much because he seems kind of tragic unless he's made this up. Because then he, this is what he says 
um, you think your uncle was such a bad dude? You should have grown up in my house. You should have grown up with my dad. I can tell you about a bad dude, Heather. I've got the scars to prove it, real scars. And then she's like, no, no. And then he says, oh, did your, did your uncle ever beat you? And she says, no. And he says, did your uncle ever take a bicycle chain from the garage and beat you with it till you were bleeding? Your uncle ever tie you to a tree and leave you outside all night because you talked back to him? I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I've written Jesus. Jesus. As in like yeah. the Irish Jesus there. Yeah. <laughs> it turned me Irish yeah. momentarily. That was so bad. Like, that got brutal. Yeah. It's hard for me to be like, he's a baddie because I'm like, oh, that's yeah, like, rough. He's not had any chance, has he? I feel like we're always saying that Robot Steinbooks are like too fluffy and dumb, but I'm like... He, he can't seem to understand, like, there's a middle ground yeah. between, like, fluffy and stupid and, like, bleak as fuck. Yeah. And, like, I really want my point horrors to be in that middle ground. And I feel like Robot Stein just doesn't, doesn't get really it right. get it. Like, they're always it. too fluffy and dumb. And, like, this corpse is a mop. <laughs> or they're like, my uncle beat me with a bicycle chain. Like, yeah. Ooh. It's I don't like... really want to be reading that in my point horror either. Yeah, it was... A, it was straight over the edge it jumped the shark is that the right use of that I'd probably term? not not really no. but <laughs> he beat the beat the bicycle chain anyway but the problem is so she does give him that money but then he wants a further five grand which the bank manager gives to a teenage girl for some reason you mean it's her money I suppose uh, yeah but she's just got seven grand out and in 1991 money that's, that's like 20 grand <laughs> that's literally all the cash that existed in the world. <laughs> so yeah, and he uses this money to rent the room above the garage at her house. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, we're nearly at the end now. So Heather and she's she comes clean to Ben, mm-hmm. tells him everything. He apparently has got the biggest dick because she chose him over Snowman. Uh, maybe she just doesn't like his weird cleft chin. Yeah, I think there's many reasons that you could choose Ben <laughs> rather than just going purely I mean, on cock size. I would pick neither, to be honest. And I was like, you know... They both seem like wankers. You can have a... You can be too big, is all I'm saying. Oh, wow. I didn't realise you were going to say that. <laughs> I just don't think it's all about size. No, can, I agree. They can be too big. My ex-boyfriend's penis was too big. And it was I've, not very fun. If you've had a bruised cervix, you know it's bad times. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Maybe he's just a kind and gentle man, Kirsty. Maybe he If you is. can imagine such I mean, a thing. <laughs> from a characterization in this book, I'm going to say no. Well. Because I would say usually, <laughs> who cares what size your penis is? It's what you do with it. But I'm also going to say teenage boys probably not doing that much with it. Yeah, true. Although you don't know. I haven't fucked that many teenage boys. And obviously not since I myself was a teenager. Yeah, I feel like, again, we're straying very close to being on a list here. <laughs> I know. For the purposes of the tape. None of this can be used in evidence <laughs> against us. We have done literally nothing. Okay. So then Heather and Ben go to steal the check back, because remember, that's the evidence, oh, yeah. right? Um, but Snowman knocks out Ben and kidnaps Heather, takes her to the park, and in a moment of absolute glorious storytelling, puts her inside a snowman. It's kind of great. It's fucking amazing. Lord help me, I'm enjoying a Robot Stein book. When that happened, I was like, oh shit, Robot Stein, (laughs) you actually just wrote something fun. And there's like a good bit of plotting Mm -hmm. in how she gets out of there. Right? Mm. Because, remember the lighter that was in her pocket? Because it was her dad's. Mm Mm-hmm. How will she get out of this one? Well, she's got the lighter in her pocket, so she melts her way out. 
And then, even fucking better, I was like practically shrieking at the book at this point, Snowman goes to strangle her, so she sets him on fire. Which is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, God. She actually sets him on fire. And he deserves it. I mean, I don't know if anyone deserves to get sound. Oh, he did try and kill her. But I For mean, the purposes of the time, I've never set anyone on fire. <laughs> on purpose. It is a good moment. I was it like, is. wow, Robot Stein. Because usually the endings of his books are like, and then they were ghosts and they disappeared. Or like, and then the FBI came and arrested them. No, no, no. It's still got the problematic ending. Oh. Because maybe you've forgotten about this. I um, obviously just weeked over that. Yeah, when she set him on fire, um, <laughs> he looked like a frantic reeling torch. As <laughs> hot as a hot closet. Um, <laughs> this is the kid the FBI, FBI is looking for, blah, blah, blah. So Ben comes and she says, how do you know I would be here? And he says, that day, that day you and Snowman came here and built that snowman. Snowman! snowman. <laughs> well, I was so jealous, Heather. I guess I was a little out of my head or something. I followed you. I watched you from those trees over there. I saw you, she exclaimed. I knew I saw someone spying on us. Yeah, that was me. I'm so glad, Heather cried. Oh, so of course we've got some guy being a fucking creep. And it's actually fine, though, because he saves the day. Do you know, that is such a trope in these books. Because you remember in the mall, mm-hmm. there were those gross weird sex pest guys but then apparently it was okay because they were police like the least competent police that have ever (laughs) existed and then it's like oh i guess it was okay then but it's fine that men do gross things to women because it's better in the end it's for your own good it's for their own good Mm. careful because you might get set on fucking fire ben Mm. i hope she does that if she's like oh you're gonna follow me again and then like (laughs) Clicks the clicks the flame on. Annie, if you're listening to this, run, run from the house. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Annie won't listen oh, to this. Oh, and also the check gets burned as well. The end. Oh, good. So, so that's what? the so end of that. Do you think he's going to go out of prison? Oh, yeah, because he he's murdered dead. Her. Is he dead? Or maybe he's just burned a lot. I don't think he's dead. Is he? I don't know. Oh, wait. Um, the police officers had carefully rolled him onto his back. The front of his shirt was also burned completely away. The check had burned up with it. Oh, convenient. <laughs> He'll be okay. The burns look like they're going to be superficial. Oh, okay. He's not dead. Um, blah, 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 blah. I don't think I even read the last few pages. I was just like, she set him on fire. The end. <laughs> not reading <laughs> the last bit. Idea. It'll probably end on a quip, which I hate. So let's not do that. No. This is one time. Oh, wait. I yeah. mean, there is a joke. And then it says, this was one time she didn't laugh at one of Ben's jokes. I mean, I never laughed at Ben's jokes. Was I meant to? <laughs> that was almost self-reflexive there, robot. Mm. Wasn't it? But then you didn't. <laughs> we just, on the Patreon coming up, there's a Fear Street book where I think there was a moment of major self-realization for Robot Stein. <gasps> oh my God. Where he seems to almost self-own <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> I can't wait. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great moment. I was like, Robot Stein? Did you just realise something about yourself? And I've just read it on the page? Wow. My self own making me laugh so much. I've no idea. <laughs> Self-pooned. So, exactly. That's exactly what happens. But you need to be a Patreon pal to hear that. A Paltreon. A Paltreon. Oh, not a Gwyneth. Oh, God. Do not put jade in your vagina. Do not steam your vagina. Do not do the various things to your vagina that Gwyneth Paltrow suggests that you do to your vagina. They are very bad. Please don't. I wonder if Gwyneth Paltrow knows or cares that her name just makes me think of steaming your vagina. (laughs) I think it's what she's been aiming for all along. 
She's achieved. She's transcended. Okay, I've got an alternate reading. Okay. I'm going to say it's heavily implied that her uncle is sexually abusing her. Yep. Um, ben, when, at the beginning, when she's kissing Ben, Ben fucking bizarrely asks if her uncle is a better kisser than him. Yep. Okay, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Why the fuck would he say that? The only explanation is that not only is her uncle sexually abusing her, her boyfriend knows? Mm. What the fuck? This book is so dark. It is. And then she also says her uncle has a dirty mind. She also says of her uncle, quote, he just thinks I'm an object, a belonging of his. Oh, that's so gross. It's so gross, isn't it? Oh, that's my favourite I feel like it is really heavily implied that he was abusing her. Yeah. Although he, he does say that he's never touched her. Well, what about all this other shit, though? Yeah. And also, well, it says he never hit her. No, no, it said, oh, he never, it it said he's never touched her apart from to hit her. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He's been inconsistent there, hasn't he? But, it but is why, would you, why would anyone say that? Is your uncle a better kisser? Like, that's so bizarre. Can you imagine if I was kissing Annie and she said, is your mum a better kisser than me? I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you even say that? That really... It's so bizarre. That really reminds me of... Is it that bit on Seinfeld where this woman wants him to, like, talk dirty to her and <laughs> say something about her panties and he goes, oh, yeah, the, pu- <laughs> the panties your mother laid out for Oh, you. gross. And is she like, no, not like what? that. <laughs> it, like, ends immediately. <laughs> and he goes around telling everyone and everyone's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's the problem with dirty talk, is you don't know what someone thinks is hot and what's... Because if someone just says the wrong word, you just go, ugh. <laughs> You've got to I'm, have someone... I'm done now. Who's exactly the same level of perverse as you. Well, you need to, to have work. written a list of words <laughs> beforehand so they know, like, what are the off-putting words and what are the okay words. <laughs> Fancy's your mother laid out for you. Ooh. Oh, God. I've got a Paris favourite line. It's not hot. It's not, is it? It's really <laughs> awful. Don't talk about your mother. So I've got, I've got two, well, no, I've got a Paris favorite line and then I've got one Robot Stein general shitness. Okay. I'm a living mummy. A living snow mummy. Which is very reminiscent of, it's like looking into a living snow mirror from <laughs> The Simpsons, which is from... A living snow mummy. A living snow mummy. And let me, I've got... A, also, I've a got, snow mummy's not a thing. I've got a hot take. Okay. So that line is from the episode Marge Be Not Proud, series seven, which is broadcast first in 1995. And this book came out in 1991. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that that line in The Simpsons was based on this book. This can go in our PhD titled <laughs> The Cultural Relevance of Point Horror Throughout All Culture. <laughs> I feel like the phrase a living snow mummy is not normal enough for it, so it to just appear as a living snow mirror, mirror later on. Yeah. Coincidentally. What? And the Simpsons writers would definitely have read this shit as well. Yeah, because everyone did. Yeah. Just We're saying. saying it. We're saying it. And then can I tell you my really, really awful phrase? <laughs> she hadn't tried the lighter in years. It was probably dry. As dry as her hopes. As dead as her future. <laughs> God. I definitely wrote that as a poem when I was 10. And also, who goes, oh, my future's dead. Yeah. It just doesn't, what's happening? So my favourite line, and several readers mentioned this line to us as being a favourite, as in for how shit it was. Here we go. 
The night sky, she realised, was pink. As pink as her dead uncle's forehead. <laughs> That's a real line that is really in that book, which is really published by a real publisher. <laughs> as pink as her dead uncle's forehead. Was he pink because he was hot as a hot closet? It must have been. I'm, I'm going to call it right now. I want that as a cross stitch. That man's a millionaire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Stupid names. <laughs> Um, her English teacher, inexplicably, is called Mrs. Leak. <laughs> L-E-A-K. Mrs. Leak. It's better than Melhita. Is it? And Snowman. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God, if they got married, they could be Mr. and Mrs. Heater Leak. <laughs> also, there are characters called Bill and Ben. The Flower, the flower Pot, Pot Men. Men. <laughs> Probably don't have that in America. Google that, American yeah. listeners. Although there was one That's American wild, thing. That's wild, that show, actually. Uh, she has lunch at White Castle, which is not a burger franchise we have here. Oh, is it a burger franchise? I think so. Oh, there's many ones that you get reference to all the time that in like culture that we don't have, like In and Out Burger. Um, That's gross. Chick Fil A. It makes me think of someone like put their finger in the burger and pull it out again. Yeah, In and Out Burger. Or, like, like someone's fucked it. Or like you put the burger in your mouth and then take it out again. Like it's horrible. I don't what's like that, it. What's that line from uh, What We Do in the Shadows? If you were going to enjoy a sandwich, you would just enjoy it more if you know someone had not fucked it first. <laughs> I imagine everyone's fucked in and out burgers. Uh, yeah. And Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That's weird. It's like that how trying you say to it? be a... How do you say it? I don't say it. Why would I ever need to say it? <laughs> well, otherwise it's Chick-fil-A, like which is they? like a slang for a stud, I suppose. Oh. <laughs> Let's get off this whole bit. I don't like it. <laughs> Isn't the Chick-fil-A owner... A raging Horrible. homophobe. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. I think yeah, so. Right, well, good thing we don't have that. Yeah. Brand, um, I didn't see any 90s fashion or queer subtext. No, me neither. Um, too stupid to live heroin. I, I like, like her. her, actually. She's a loner. She's apparently sexually aroused by murder. She's consumed by hatred. She's I just hard relate on all fire around. at the end. Like, I liked her. I, I like think her she's lot. the only Robot Stein heroine I've ever liked. I mean, she, Jenny Jeffers is okay. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> I like Heather, and not just because I am. I'm Heather. gonna imagine because do we ever find out Mrs. Jeffers' first name? Oh, maybe. Maybe she did fuck him. <gasps> she got pregnant. The child is Jenny Jeffers. <gasps> right. We can make that be the because case. we like Mrs. Jenny. We do. So we're gonna pretend that that's her. Okay, because there's only one good woman. Yep. In Robot Stein's world. Um, do we have a sexy sociopath? I'm going to say this is the prototypical sexy sociopath book. I mean, he's supposed to be sexy. Isn't well, that's he? what I mean. A lot of effort is put into making him sexy. Robot Stein has no idea what we're going to find attractive. The thing do, is. Do, does Robot Stein think that if a man with white blonde curtained hair to his shoulders said his name was Snowman and then raised his hand for a high five? <laughs> Any woman in the universe would find that hot. But it is quite cool to have published all those American military secrets on WikiLeaks. So <laughs> maybe. And he was good in Greece. He was good in Greece. <laughs> so. <laughs> maybe you that's know. why. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I think he is supposed to be like, an, like a boy you can't stay away from. You know you shouldn't, but you want to. You know, he's the bad boy. I'm going to say right now, he just makes my vagina be closed for business. <laughs> oh no, God. thank you. Okay, death toll. 
reasonably high. We've got her uncle, Snowman's dad, in backstory. Mm-hmm. And I had understood it to be that Snowman died, but you're right, he doesn't. No. So one and a half. Yeah. Um, is mm. it good? I actually thought there were quite a lot of good literary moments in here. I feel like Robotstein, or whoever ghost wrote this for Robotstein, has got some good visual stuff. Like, do you remember in Babysitter 2, we liked, or, well, I, I liked, I'm not going to speak for you, a lot of the visual stuff about how, like, she would go outside and it had just stormed and, like, the air was weird mm. and, like, all the reflections on the wet pavement and stuff. And there's a lot of that in here. Like, it's always dark. It's always snowing. I think there's a really good use of light. Like, at one point, they're going on past streetlights and they make his hair, Snowman's hair, flash black and then white mm. for when they're under the light. And then there's this like sudden flash of the car following them in the rear view like as they turn the car the car just like flashes by in the mirror and then there's this surreal light on the snow you know like when it's too bright and then there's flashing of the ambulance lights on the snow i just felt like there was good use of light it's very filmic i thought so Mm. which i'm not usually aware of like any like visual or literary moments in any robot stein books (laughs) which is why i'm like i don't know if he wrote this one um I just like how fucking ridiculous it is. Yeah. And how Heather's quite cool. Mm-hmm. So I did like it. So I'm going to say it's good, but I'm going to say it's also good bad. Yeah. Because it's fucking yeah. stupid. Wait, let's give it a rating for good. Oh, okay. Four. Uh, yeah, four. Ooh. I yeah. think that's the highest rated robot style. Oh, by like three points, surely. <laughs> Yeah, we've tried to give him zero before. Yeah, I would have given him negative numbers, except it fucks up the system. Um, good, bad, what was good, that bad. On that it says that if you're giving things a rating, it's probably a Mark Homode review because I love him so much. And it, he was saying like, you can't give things a rating of zero in a magazine because then they just think you've forgotten to print the rating. Yeah. So you have to give it one. Um, <laughs> uh, good, bad. I'm gonna say also fourth. Ooh. Do you think not? Well, I guess it's not as batshit as some of them. I would give it maybe a three then for good bad. Yeah, I give it a three. I think it is heavily weighted on the ending, mm-hmm. the good badness. Um, so yeah, okay, let's go three then. I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna read, my name's Snowman. High five. <laughs> if you're gonna read a robot style, make it this one. Yeah, because it is actually only good. that one. Yeah. Ignore all the others. Just read that one. It's actually good. It's actually good. I don't think he wrote it. <laughs> I think Sinclair Smith wrote it. I'm calling it Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's a fake. It feels really Sinclair-y. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think so, because the dickhead sexy boyfriend. bad boy dickhead boyfriend, the kind of subtext of, like, sexual assault or, like, possessive men, the use of dreams, the use of imagery. Mm. I'm calling it. I've just noticed this is also from Kilmarnock Academy. Thanks, Library Kilmarnock again. Academy. Thanks, guys. You really helped us out with this series. really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we doing next time? Next week. The Vampire's Promise. Oh my god. By our babe, third, CBC. Third in the Vampire Trilogy. We loved CBC. the first one. We did not like the second one. Can she pull it back for the third in the trilogy? Like Die Hard 3. Yeah. Could it be? If you're doing Read Along with Teenage Scream, The Vampire's Promise. Um, and where can people get us, Kirsty? They can get us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. And you know how it works. Oh, I'm moving my microphone too much <laughs> with my big stretching. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast and you can give us $5 a month and you get a wicked cool badge. Um, and what else? 
oh yeah free episode every month and yep. there's loads of them now also hello to jen who we met at your book launch mm-hmm. who uh, i gave her the pin badge off my lapel oh yeah because she loved the podcast because so she much. had cool pins as well so yeah hi jen you were very lovely um and it's actually nice to meet listeners out in a while isn't it? it you got like voice recognized oh i did yeah it was very strange that's cool yeah and I'm always like, oh shit, what do they know about me? Yeah, my heart sinks when people are like, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, oh shit, what did I We're say? Idiots. Oh no, like, I'm a moron. What We're did I say? Kids. But we do love you. Yeah, please. Do we come love and doing this. And like, I, all the Patreon money goes into like us running the podcast and like paying for our hosting and stuff. So yeah. um, we really appreciate the support. But we appreciate anyone who listens to us whiffle waffle about shit books. Yep. And on you that could note, be doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, come back next week for more. Yay! <laughs> we'll bye. see you then.